Great morning. What's going on, everybody? My name is Marie Cochran. I'm John Carkin, guys. And you are tuned in to the Shut the Fear Up podcast. Hey. You are in the right place if you believe it is your right and your responsibility to shut the fear up and live your dream. That's it. That's if it. If you are looking to reach your family goals, your business goals, yes. your wealth goals, yes. and be surrounded by like-minded people while doing it, yes. you're home, my friend. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Our monthly podcast will release the second Wednesday of every month, and John and I are your resident hosts. Welcome, guys. We will be exploring behind-the-scenes content. We have to share our incredible network with you so you can expect the millionaire lineup. Look at here. Look at here now. Listen, this series was an incredible series that we've done on other platforms. And it was a hit, so we've got to bring it to you. And, of course, making introductions to our circle of inspiring planet shakers. Mm. Our mission is to be your daily punch, giving you the positive highlights you need from our favorite authors and personal reflections to inspire you to shut the fear up and live your dreams. We believe that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And because of that, every dream, every vision, every idea that you have burning up inside of you is yours to achieve. Amen. Great morning. What's going on, everybody? I'm so excited. My name is Marie Cochran. I'm John Cochran, guys. I mean, you always excited. I am. I figure out why now. Uh, because it's a new month. We're recording for Absolutely. a brand new month. Absolutely. We talked about now we've overcome January. Yeah. And now we are in the month of February. And there's just so much to celebrate. We're Valentine's Day is on the map. Don't remind me. Please you know don't remind me of Valentine's Day. You gotta be intentional, right? Oh my goodness. Here we go. <laughs> you got big plans for me? Absolutely. I do? always do. I always bring it down. Do you really? Absolutely. I don't recall last year. No, earlier on in our marriage, it was definitely where I was waiting for you to take care of me. But you taught me real quick, right? Taught you I what? Taught me to not depend on that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that hey. it was a two-way situation. Absolutely, man. Well, my right? love that. You can't just depend on me every time. It wasn't as I, if I didn't I do I appreciate flowers. I like chocolate. And you get those now. Yeah. Right? Yes. Right. I understand. But at first, you know, I guess you kind of wanted me to only provide that for you. It wasn't as if you never got, don't act as if, don't tell our listeners, like, you never got anything for Valentine's Day, and I was just (laughs) waiting for you. So you got stuff, but I did expect you to lead it. I did expect you to set the stage and all of that, you know, initiate first. Okay. You know, but then I learned, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's like a... It just is not like that. You right, know, 15 right. years in, sometimes. 15 people, years in. Right. It just, it's a maturity level, right? Get a little chill. You know, we had to balance things out a little bit and figure mm-hmm. each other out, right? Right. And now we're here. Yes, we're here. Okay, so, cool. Valentine's Day 2022. For sure. And we also have Black History Month. Can't forget about, about that. Can't forget about Black I History Month. I think that's kind of like well, another reason why I'm like super excited about this book because we're talking about. David Goggins can't hurt me. Absolutely. And Black History Month is different for me. Like, my mindset about it, you know, is different. It's matured over time. Before, yeah. honestly, I would I would kind of shy away from it because it would just bring bad memories of what I've learned. Right, right. That, you know, the African-American community has gone through, mm-hmm. especially in this country. But mm-hmm. as I grew um, and developed in personal development, I really look at it with such inspiration. That's awesome. I look at everything that we've gone through as like we were, we were supposed to, right? That journey supposed to happen. 
Right, because of what is on the other side. For the sure. potential For sure. of what we become on the other side. What that song that you sing a lot that remind you of uh Stand up, That's it. Take my people. Right, with right, me. right, right. <laughs> yes. It was it's a soundtrack for the movie Harriet Tubman. Right. Cynthia Erivo sings breaking that. Breaking down, Listen. like crying. Sing yes. that song. Teary and it, it, I go there every time. But that's the idea. You know, it says together we are going to a brand new home. Right. And my mindset about that, when I see that, it's the brand new home of our mindset. It's going from the loser mindset to the relentless winning indeed, mindset. Indeed, right? indeed, it does. And then it changes because then it invites everybody to celebrate. Because sometimes I feel like because of the tension and all the division in our society that it's like, oh, it's Black History Month, you know, fall back, you know. But Every culture can learn. Absolutely, if you want to. Exactly. Everyone can look at this and celebrate what this group of people went through. Right. And what, you know, the catalyst, right, that they are and they that they can create for where they want to be on the other side. So That's great. Yeah, that's my mindset about it, and that's why I'm so excited okay. about February. Let's get and New Year's it. resolutions. You should be, everyone Still should be it. in. Still at it. Yes, because we just went through Put Your Dream to the Test. So because all of you are faithful listeners, right? right, and you are getting into this material, you've gone through the first 10 questions, right? and you've put your dream to the test to really identify if it's your dream. So if you haven't heard those five first episodes, go back, listen to those first five episodes regarding putting your dream to the test. Yes, and never leave your fortune to your memory. So go back with pen and paper That's if it. you haven't. If you're just jumping in, if you're just discovering the Shut the Fear Up podcast, Go back with pen and paper and listen to those. It's not that you're going to have every part of it. And after that book, it's going to be clear because I believe our dreams are always evolving and they should be maturing as we mature. Like we talked about our marriage maturing over the years. Your finances maturing. Yes. So it's a, it's a work in progress. It's a living document or, or a living experience of unpacking your dream. However, we should be actively working through it. Right. And so those first 10 questions will help you do that. And that book is awesome. But back to this book, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. How do you feel about that book? When I first, you know, learned of this book by our friend, uh, Bernard Etienne, you know, I, I learned that, you know, David Goggins was in the military, you know, uh, in the Navy. Mm-hmm. And I was in the Navy as well, too. So I, I kind of related a lot just to base on that. But then just learn, learning more about his life struggle coming up from where he came from and some of the things he had to endure uh, with his family, with his father, and the trial tribulation he had. It definitely, um, I wouldn't say that, you know, it brought me emotional about it, but it definitely motivated me to want to continue to overcome whatever I'm dealing with in my life. You know, get over the fact what my experiences were uh, growing up to where now, you know, he on the other side of everything. Uh, prospering from his learning experience that he had to deal with uh, growing up in society and all. Mm-hmm. And he's just that picture, like I was saying earlier, because his the cards he talks about the first chapter. We'll go right into that, right? Talks about the bad cards he was dealt. For sure. The poor hand he was dealt. You can't control that. You can't control the hand you're dealt in life. Right. And so, and even going to Black History Month, we always. Go back to slavery, right? Like the bad cards we were dealt, right? Yeah. We, it's like a lot of us 
in in the African American community, we'll look in the in the mirror and we're just thinking about how we wherever we're going into our workspace, we're the only ones, mm. and how maybe they they're looking at us and. It's like you wake up in the morning and sometimes it's just a hit in the face of your bad cards. Right. Of your poor hand. Right. However, what are you going to do with that? Right. Because now we're talking about a gentleman who is within that community. Yeah. We're talking about, like, how do you escape having an abusive father? Right. How do you escape, you know, just all of the the child abuse, the negativity that you were... The racism had endured as well. that he had to go through. You can't escape that. It's just your cards. Yeah. And he says that in the book. Like, it's not about escaping it for him. It's turning those particular cards right. into fuel. Yeah. <laughs> right? Into, yeah. Your, into your motivation. And so I love that so much about this book. So, so much. So there are so many questions that he asked. So the book, let's talk about how it's laid out. It's 10 different chapters. And at the end of each chapter, he has a challenge that he goes through. There's also an audio version of the book that is super powerful. Because he goes in, in depth to each chapter and then give you more personal background history behind the situation as well, too, which yes. is great about the audio book. Yes, it's like an interview style. Yeah, yeah. So the narrator is also there with him and asking him questions throughout it. So it's a really great listen. Disclaimer about the book is the le- level of profanity. A lot. In this yeah. book. Okay? Definitely wrong. There is, I got the edited version. So is it I right got, here? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the one that I have is the one that kind of, what is it, censored, I yeah. would say is the yeah. best word for it. Censored PG. with all the, right? You know, we have children and a lot of times we go through these books with our children yeah. as well. And sometimes they listen to the raw of it as well because I think it, it allows them to experience what we don't get to experience. Like we don't have to deal with slavery in our times, but sometimes we need to go back and see what people went through so that yeah. we can appreciate where we are Absolutely. right now. Absolutely, especially you know our church. I mean, you know, that, they didn't have the upbringing that we endured, right? right. In the, you know the eighties and everything. And you know, we're fortunate enough now to homeschool our kids and give them a lifestyle that you know we wish we would have had growing up. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to let them learn more about other people's uh, history and they trials and tribulations and just, just learning to be appreciative of what you have, you know, mm-hmm. and, take, and, and just go from there. And that's one of the questions in his book. He, he asked when he talks about the bad hand, sometimes your bad hand is that your life is real good yeah, and you're real comfortable. Right. <laughs> so you're, it's hard to push yourself, mm. right? Because you've got it so good because nobody's really pushing you. Damn. You don't have that inner motivation, so that's your problem. Wow. You're right. <laughs> right? It, it, it does happen. So that's, that's how, but the thing about it is with him sharing in such detail what his family went through, what his mom was going through, you can live through that person's experience, through that emotion, because we can all relate to the emotion no matter what color we are, no right. matter what our background is. Right. And then, like, in the first chapter, you know, he talked about how he was getting abused, his mother was getting abused. He had to watch and endure that, you know. His big brother was, you know, favored more over him because he had his uh, dad's, you know, first name, you know, full name and all. And then, you know, I just couldn't imagine having to not only get beaten like he did, but also watch my mother get beat in the way she did. But she, like, she was black and blue. And then they got to a point where he wanted to fight back. And he did try to fight back right. with his father, which, you know, I thought was, you know, bold and 
courageous of him to even try to step up to do that to his father. How much do I qualify for? Where do I start? Are you a homeowner or first-time homebuyer seeking a streamlined process? I'm Rachel Broadwell, licensed loan originator, and we understand purchasing or refinancing can be overwhelming. We help our clients overcome the fear of the home buying process. In addition to putting our clients first, we can go from start to finish in as little as 10 days. If you know anyone looking to buy or refinance, please text or call your financing MVP Rachel Broadwell at 904-418-3779. Oh my goodness. So again, you really have to, I'm not sure this is a book that I can say you can skip over. You need to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> you need to listen to it. But we're going to try to really summarize some of the key points that we get from the challenges mm. to add value for you because the questions that he challenges us with at the end of every chapter are super powerful, right? And so with that being said, um, what he encourages us to do is look at our bad hand, go through your dirty laundry. A lot of times we're hesitant to do that. A lot of times we want to just run from the dirty laundry, ignore it, act like it's not there, but we can't move forward. It's going to come back for you. Right. You still smell it. You still smell (laughs) that laundry, you know? Either way, you try to avoid it, you won't. You mean, it's there. You know it's there. So he asked us, what kind of foolishness are you dealing with in your life? Are you getting beaten? Are you getting abused? Are you getting bullied? Do you feel insecure? Are you too comfortable? Are you too supported? And you feel like you, you can't push yourself or you're just, you're not motivated, right? There's nothing hurting. Ooh. Right, <laughs> There's right. nothing hurting or that inner drive that drives you to push past where you are in life. So these are questions that, we need to face. Do you feel underappreciated, right? Are you overlooked at home? Are you overlooked? Are you overlooked at work, right? What is it that you're trying to deal with? When we, the title of the book is Can't Hurt Me, but we right. need to sit down right. and see what the hurt is. Right. If you don't see what the hurt is, if you're not clear on what the hurt is, that's where you lose steam. Right. Because throughout the book, one thing that he does is ask, why am I doing this? And sometimes we have to dig into that so that we know the why and we can relive it. I love to say, find a why that makes you cry. And it's in answering these particular questions that you find the why that makes you cry. Right. So what would you say your bad hand was? Was? Yeah, or is in your life. I would say currently, uh, I would say that I'm comfortable. I mean, I'm keeping real with you. I'm, I'm very comfortable now because the fact that, you know, we had to overcome so much financially, myself, mentally, uh, physically, as far as even the different challenges I had to, you know, overcome, like, you know, being in the military, the police academy, being a police officer, and some of the things I had to do uh, each day through that. But now, you know, from us being homeless to now we're uh, mortgage-free, no car payment, and we got minimal bills, yet our income is here. Mm -hmm. Like, it's to a point where, do I want to do anything now? I mean, because we have our fin- we have our investments and everything, and our accounts looking great. It's to a point sometimes, like you know what, I just want to sit here, lay down, and not be bothered. You know, I don't feel I don't have the urge to, you know, chase that next rabbit. You know, chase that next goal that I have to uh, that I want to achieve because of the fact that at the end of the day, I don't truly have to at this point. You see what I'm saying? That's something I had to deal with mentally. Because I know 
you know, nobody should want to be that lazy to where they're that comfortable in life to where they don't want to, you know, strive for more. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm just being real that I had to overcome that because of the fact that we had came so far mm-hmm. and now where we at in life is to a point where, you know, that earth sometimes is not there. Wow. So what do you do? Most time I get yelled at by you. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I don't get yelled at, but I definitely get pulled and pushed to, uh, you know, do different tasks. And then, I, you know, just you're just seeing you every day, right? Right? I just keep 100 with you, right? I don't know where you get your energy from. You know, I don't, see, I don't know where you get that drive to always go, 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 right? Like, for what? Sit down somewhere sometimes, you know? I, tell, I say to myself, you need to sit down somewhere, you know? Yeah. But then when I see you, you know, fixing a house up, painting, changing out your blinds, you know, wanting to install those shutters to the house, mm-hmm. I'm like, I might as well get up, go do something too, you know? <laughs> Let me go f- figure out what I need to do as well too because, you know, I want to do my part as well. I want to continue yeah. striving for in life to achieve because for not only for myself, but also our three kids who always watch us, right? Mm. I already mentioned about how, you know, they got a, a better life than we did. You don't want <clears> to <throat> teach them bad habits because not only some of the experiences they didn't have to overcome themselves, mm. but now they seeing, you know, their father sitting around or, you know, taking life easy mm-hmm. and they feel now they can go throughout life that same with that same mentality as well too. So I just, some things I had to deal with each and every day. That's good. That's good. I, one thing I would say is to, to your point, I believe that there's a balance of it, right? Like, it's important to celebrate, but, um, you know, so but my mon- mindset is what's next, you know? Like, that's what drives me every day is I want more. <laughs> like, it, not more, but I just know I can't, because say, saying I want more sounds greedy, I guess, in a way. However, I know that this isn't it. I know that I'm supposed to keep going until life is out my body. And if I'm just laying around, I mean, I can take a vacation and relax, right? But if I'm here, especially with everything that I still have to do, I wake up and I see things that need to be done. So, and I love the fruit at the end of it. I'll say that. I love the fruit. So people are driven by pleasure or pain. Mm. And so the pleasure for me is seeing the work done, looking at the house and like, wow, okay, it looks like the vision that I saw in my in my head. So putting up the shutters or going outside and doing that work, painting, you know, I'm always dreaming a new dream. And I think that if we're not growing, then we're dying for me to sit around and not do anything. Then I might as well well just dig a grave. (laughs) Why am I here? Why am I here? Okay, so when do you, you know, kick back, relax, and, you know, tone it down a little bit? You do. You do? Right, you do. Okay. When you're watching, we love watching Survivor, right? I don't. You don't, yeah, but the children and I will watch Survivor, or, you know, we'll go out, we'll, go, we'll travel. That's yeah. kicking back to me, but okay. that's, you know, and I know I'm called to help people. We know we're called to impact other people that reach out to us and tell us how much of a blessing we are. Absolutely. And so that's the type of stuff that's always running through my mind. So yeah. that helps me. As far as uh, one thing I had to overcome, you know, that's a question you asked well, as far as growing up, 
I always go back to like one of my biggest challenges that I had to overcome was from like the age three to age, hmm, I would say about nine, I had to take speech therapy classes. Um, I took it three days a week in school, in elementary and all, because of the fact that I had a, a, a horrible stuttering, right? To where my teacher, Miss Jackson, she's amazing. I still mm. think about her to this day. I don't know if she's alive or not, but I definitely uh, pray for her because the fact that, you know, she helped me overcome that struggle, you know, because the fact that I was, um, I just talked really fast. I couldn't, nobody could understand what I was saying. Uh, I, was, I was shy to talk because of that as well, too. And I always hated to like read out loud because of that um, that speech impediment that I had that I had to overcome to where you know through therapy I did learn how to slow down you know mm. mentally you know try to think about the word before you say it uh, and just control my anger as well too because when when uh, when I used to get angry about it all hell break loose then as far as what came in my mouth and how I said it. Mm. So uh, that, like, one of the biggest struggles that I had to overcome growing up was my speech impediment to where I'm definitely uh, proud that I overcame because when I was a police officer, um, this one thing I had, had had to do was, you know, we were here in Jacksonville, and I was a police officer for, like, four years, and I worked at midnight shift downtown to which we had a suicide uh, jumper on the bridge, on the Main Street Bridge, and like all my superiors uh, was trying to talk them down. It was like four o'clock in the morning, and so they knew rush hour would be coming if we had to delay uh, the suicidal person on the bridge the entire time. So they all uh, was trying to talk them down. I was down at the end of the bridge, you know, securing the the, the barrier to make sure nobody came up the bridge who didn't have authorization. And within like after an hour of uh, them trying to negotiate this individual to come down. They couldn't do it. They called me to come up, come up there to talk to them. And I was like, man, you know, I'm a rookie cop at the time. They want me to come do it. And uh, so I walked up to the bridge, you know, and I, I made contact with the individual. He's a, a black older gentleman. And it was just the fact that I had to connect with him, right? I had to uh, make a build a rapport with him to learn more about him and to why he's there. And just, you know, teach, you know, Show empathy, right? Because he was dealing with something in his life to where he felt he should die from it. Mm-hmm. So after about 10, 15 minutes, you know, he was talking to me, and I was able to talk him down from everybody. I mean, we had, like, lieutenant. We had a, my chief was there and everything. And the fact that, you know, God helped me overcome that speech impediment to where I'm now in a position to talk a man down for commit suicide, I thought that, you know, me overcoming that speech impediment was for this point here, for mm-hmm. the moment, for help this, this gentleman to, to realize life is worth continue on. And I'm just thankful that God helped me overcome that speech impediment. Mm-hmm. So as we unpack the dirty laundry, right, going through your dirty laundry, the challenge number one, it's not fun to do that. It's not fun to have to face whatever it is that's holding you back. And for our listeners, you know, you're hearing us n- now where John's sharing that he's too comfortable, but we came from, like, poverty, right? Like, we came from homelessness. We right. came from government assistance. We came yeah. from, you know, we came from all of that, and we want to encourage you that you need to face it. And what David Goggins 
ask us to do in the book is to write it all down. What is holding you back? Are you in harm's way now? Or how have you been hurt in the past? By who? Who is it? Journal. And a lot of times we hear that. And I know at the beginning for me, journaling was like, well, I don't need a journal. Everything's in my mind. I got it up there. I replay it all the time. But the idea is that you want to get it out of your mind and onto paper so that you can deal with it. So we go beyond just Oh, it's in my head, right? Because we want to take it and we want to change it around. We want to make it serve us and, and fuel us for where it is that we're trying to go. Not spin around going back to Black History Month that, oh, you know, I'm African-American. They, you know, I've got, um, you know, nobody wants to employ us or all of these negative things against our us and our race. It's okay, this is what we went through, but what has happened as a result of it, right? Like, what is it? Because of even going through this book, seeing how he he calloused his mind and he became so relentless. And if you can go through so much and our ancestors went through so much and we're here now in a situation in 2022 when we're not literally in chains and in a cotton field anymore, what can I do now right. with the resources that were blocked then that I have access to access to now? If they made all those strides, yeah. I need to, you know, get up and keep moving forward with this. The biggest chain, the biggest chain we have now is the chain in our mind that hold us back mentally from achieving whatever goal and dream we do have now. So I agree with you on that. Yes. And that's where like Valentine's Day for me that where I, I was saying I was excited this month or so for Valentine's Day. It's not necessarily about the flowers and the chocolate that people get, but Valentine's Day should be a reminder of, of loving yourself. Right. So are you saying that I don't need to give you chocolates and flowers? I can buy my own chocolate and hey, flowers. Yeah, hey, I know that's right. <laughs> so that's right. <laughs> so, but the thing is, it's loving yourself and accepting, right? Because there's ego comes into, into play when you've been hurt. Sometimes you're protecting, and you can see that in the book with um, David Goggins as well. Like when he was going after something or when he was a SEAL, you know, or going through that training, how ego would come in sometimes, but he even says in the book how you have to abolish ego. You have to kill ego wow. and understand, like, make your situation serve you. Don't build a facade about who you are or what you went through. Make that serve you in humility, in love, in acceptance so that you can move forward. So great. Yes. So, great. so that so was great. that's a little bit of the first chapter, how we can break it down to you. a lot. I mean, we it was personally, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. And so we want you to stay plugged in. We're going to move into um, the next episode on the book Can't Hurt Me, going into challenge number two. But this is a really good book that in this particular area, whatever your vulnerability is, whatever that space is in your life, face it, right? Look at it. Don't be afraid to look at it. And in the next challenge, we're going to talk about what you do when you have written that down and kind of itemize what is it that's holding you back or has held you back, what to do with it. So, we love you guys. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, the financing MVP, Rachel Broadwell, at 904-418-3779. We're here for you. So, if you did enjoy that episode, please like, follow, subscribe to our channel. And and shut shut the the fear fear up. up.